My name is Lily Madden and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Hello. How's your summer going? Are you on a road trip? Are you recovering from a big party in the sun? Or are you just taking a quiet walk? Whatever the case is, you are listening to a special summer series of the TDA podcast. Now, the whole idea here is that every day we're going to throw back to a different episode from last year. We've sat down and chosen some of the most listened to stories of 2022. But we've also thrown in some of the stories that may have gotten left behind in the news cycle. And we think they warrant a bit of an update. In August, we brought you a story about the national teacher shortage. Education ministers from around the country were meeting in Canberra to talk about how to address this issue, but we wanted to take a different angle to it. We wanted to talk to someone who was living through the shortage on the ground in the actual classroom. You're going to hear that deep dive now, but do stick around until the end of the deep dive for an update on the outcome of that August meeting as well. Educators across the country will be looking to Canberra today as education ministers gather to try address a national teacher shortage. Now, the context for this is that the Federal Education Minister, Jason Clare, he released an issues paper this week which warned that Australia is facing a shortage of around 4,100 secondary school teachers in the next few years. What can we take out of that issues paper as the main reasons for this? So what we found from this government report was that, first of all, enrolments are rising. At primary schools, they're expected to grow by 11% between 2021 and 2031, and secondary enrolments are also projected to grow by 10%. This is also then coupled by an ageing teaching population. And according to this report, as teachers retire, they aren't actually being replaced fast enough because teacher graduate numbers are also declining. So that, according to the government, is where this shortage lies. And then, of course, things like COVID and illness has then exacerbated the issue. More students, less teachers and a pandemic. It's clear the system's under stress. When we were having a chat about this in the newsroom yesterday, we were really keen to understand how the teachers in our audience were really experiencing the system firsthand. You put up a poll on our Instagram. What kind of responses did you get? Well, we got hundreds of messages and they were really filled with emotion. It was quite hard to read some of them. So I'll read out a couple that are at the top. One person said they weren't coping very well. She said, I'm in my first year out of uni and already looking to change careers. Another said, we recently had to hire four unsuitable teachers because literally no one else applied. Someone else posited that it's awful, not to mention the workload is absolutely out of control and there's a severe lack of permanent positions One other added that we're not coping at all. It's extremely hard. We're all burnt out but have nothing left to turn to. People with years and years of experience were reflecting that they'd never seen anything like it. And one person said the shortage is having such an impact that in my 14 years I've legitimately never seen this before. This burnout and frustration and exhaustion seems to be quite consistent across the board in the people that we spoke to. 
It's some pretty overwhelming qualitative responses we got on our poll. Is there any research that complements what we found yesterday? What we heard on Instagram is very much mirrored in what the research has been telling us. I can point to a study from Monash University in May, which interviewed over 2,000 Aussie primary school and secondary school teachers. It found that 59% of them said that they wanted to quit. And One of the messages we got on Instagram was from a woman named Nadia who said, and I quote, I'm one of the teachers that left and contributed to the shortage. Uh, My name is Nadia. I am a teacher with 10 years experience combined. I love the classroom. It was a safe space for the kids. It was a sanctuary for them. It wasn't my classroom. It was our classroom. Honestly, if it wasn't for everything else, making the actual teaching part really difficult, I'd still be there. So I worked across government schools, uh, so public public funded schools. As the years progressed, I guess, class sizes got really unmanageable. Um, we don't get to leave at 3.30. There's an audio clip that you can use over and over and over again. You know, we stay back for meetings and planning and like I never used to leave before seven. Um, I frequently get kicked out of school because I just didn't have the time and I didn't want to take my work home because you need to keep that separate. It can become really taxing and frustrating and then still turn up every day and be like, hi guys, <laughs> like we're going to have an awesome day when you're literally, your eyeballs are falling out of your head. <laughs> and then the curriculum changed twice. Uh, so that was really difficult to navigate. Um, and then of course COVID happened. So the expectation to take what we do day in and day out to our own homes and still do it well kind of was the nail in the coffin of just the slowly embedded bureaucracy and just little changes that were really making the teaching part of it really hard. So (laughs) it was something. (laughs) So I, um, in the middle of last year, so 2021, just couldn't take it anymore. I decided I I came first and as devastating as it was to leave a group of grade sixes about to go to high school, I was not able to be there for them the way that I needed to be. So I just left. I cried a lot. I cried so much. Trust me, it broke my heart. <laughs> I didn't work for a bit deliberately. Um, if I'm honest, I basically had a mental breakdown. I couldn't function. I was just like, my whole life now means nothing. <laughs> everything that I love and everything that I work towards, I don't know what to do with that anymore. And as teachers, we really pigeonhole ourselves very quickly that that's all we can do. So Nadia now works for an organisation called Berry Street. She's working as a teacher again, but directly with kids from vulnerable families that don't actually go to school. And that means that even though Nadia has technically left schools herself, she's still been there to witness the teacher shortage play out. So I'm regional as well. I'm in Gippsland. So their pool of teachers is already was already low and what's happening when they can't fill a, 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 an emergency role is they'll they'll merge the classrooms which is horrible when the when the class sizes are already really big leadership is stepping in teacher aides are having to step up so a lot of them are staying back and doing the role of a teacher and not getting paid for it um, which is causing a cascade of like negative emotions and negative environments Nadia's painting a pretty dire picture. What's the solution to all of this? Do we know what's going to come out of the meeting in Canberra today? We'll have to wait and see exactly what will come out of the meeting. But there was one suggestion in New South Wales that new higher paid jobs could be created for outstanding teachers with salaries up to $130,000 a year. 
We put this to Nadia to see what she thought of that and she wasn't a big fan. What do you consider high performing? You know, my philosophy on teaching wasn't about academics. It was about the kids feeling ready to learn. You know, so what are we being measured by? The quality or the quantity of the work? What else is on the table? Well, there have been reports that ministers will discuss lowering uni fees for teaching degrees and the use of employment-based degrees where teaching students would work in schools and earn while they were studying. I think working while studying would be a big one because when we're on placement, we don't get paid. And that's a big chunk of time that we take off to then basically be a teacher. And what does Nadia think is actually going to work here? There's, oh, here it is. The disconnect is government tells us this, we're on the ground. And we don't get listened to the people on the ground. So I would just be like, please have a forum where we can actively tell you what desperately needs to be done and you actually action it. We need more resources. We need more, well, we, it's not even about the money. <laughs> we need more space. We need, you know, uh, more time to be effective teachers. Let us teach. Don't make us report about our teaching. <laughs> In that deep dive, we said we'd have to wait and see what came out of that Canberra meeting in August. And we now have a draft plan based on what education department heads, schools and union leaders have suggested as solutions to this crisis. The big headline here is a $328 million figure, some of which was announced in October's federal budget. This plan proposes a $25 million workload reduction pilot to try and maximise the value of teachers' time, particularly in government schools facing systemic disadvantage. There's also a $10 million plan to raise the status of teachers. We'll be watching as different state and territory governments continue to work on addressing this shortage and spend the money allocated to them. To all the teachers listening to this pod, I hope that the year ahead is a better one with less interruptions and more resources. Thanks for listening to this episode of our special TDA summer series. We'll be back to normal programming on the 16th of January. But if you want some more breaking news in the meantime, open your phone and find us on Instagram. It's currently where over 410,000 Australians get their news and we are on even though you're on holiday.